something nice see that when we tap on this yeah that's better there's no okay so crap i need to (laughs) yeah that's so much better i just now now i gotta find a more permanent solution for that because it's already (laughs) falling out jesus christ oh shit yeah i really hope uh well i have health insurance yes but i i don't want to be the podcast host that like you know kills there kills or or hurts poorly maims <laughs> maims my guests yes all right <laughs> um <laughs> uh we uh this is an interesting day i'm trying a new thing with my uh equipment there's a shelf in my in the space that i'm using and uh it is not very sturdy, and I'm holding, having the arms on this, and this is fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's te- it's teetering above me. It's teetering above her. <laughs> I just like I like to have a, a certain intensi- intensity when I'm uh, interviewing my guests. <laughs> Will uh, I come out of this alive? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> we'll find out. Uh, this, yeah, I uh, this is like the equivalency of like it's like it's like saw light. You know, <laughs> like we've got a little bit of, there's a little danger right here. A little danger. A little bit of danger. Uh, <laughs> uh, thank you for listening. Uh, this is Obsessive Comic Disorder. My name is Gene DeWeber, your host, and my guest today is Madeline Moore. Hi. How are you doing, Madeline? Oh, I'm doing pretty good. I uh, got my Bud Light Chalada here. Mm, yeah, I was... Uh, I was very interested because I thought she was gonna. I thought Madeline was gonna like pull out like an energy drink or something. And I'm like, nope, she's just an alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> gotta loosen up a little bit. Gotta loosen up. Gotta and get that. <laughs> what are you sipping on there, Gene? I am sipping on a caramel truffle uh, blended drink from uh, <laughs> Black Rock Coffee Ooh, with an extra damn. shot because I like to grill it up when I get coffee. Yeah. Oh my God, it's so better sweet. Mm-hmm. Anyone who likes black coffee is, they're lying. I mean, it's got to be really good coffee. I've had a few. I've had a few times where I'm like, I don't mind this, but it's also like, it still would probably be better if with like some cream or Whip sugar. Cream, a lot of sugar. My my friend, he's chemicals. Trying to, <laughs> I have a friend who's trying to make, lose uh, weight right now, and he's on the keto diet, and he said he is putting butter in his coffee. Yeah, I heard about that trend. Yeah, and he, so he's putting butter in there, and he's also got like, what else does he put in there? He's got, I can't see how that's that's a dieting. Like, I get the keto diet. You 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 don't do carbs, right? You do a lot of fat. Yeah, fat. so yeah, you're. But you're still even if you lose weight, you're still gonna die young if you eat like that. <laughs> you're still gonna have a heart attack. Your arteries are gonna fill right. with yeah. Yeah. So, either way, it's not. <laughs> In case nobody knows, uh, Madeline is a nurse. I'm actually a respiratory You're therapist. A respiratory therapist. Okay. Yeah, I'm but wrong. usually when people say uh, nurse, I don't correct them because no one knows what a respiratory therapist is. Okay. Uh, but that's changing after COVID. We're getting big. I I can imagine. Yeah, people need us. Yes. <laughs> I don't know why though. I uh, you know I think everybody's fine. We're we're doing good. We're doing good. You know, some people just really like to breathe 
like Darth Vader. You know, <laughs> that's that's what it is. Um, they just really enjoy. I wonder hey, if he has a HEPA filter in that thing, uh, Darth Vader. I maybe I th- I, bet he I, does. Wonder, I wonder if his uh, his mask is an M ninety three. That's what I want to know. <laughs> <laughs> Even better than the M ninety five, so those M ninety threes. M ninety threes. I I didn't really I, I was off by two numbers. because um, I want to be unique, you know. That's what I, I want. Yeah. I want this is we're all doing off brand stuff, you know, so we don't get sued. The M ninety three filters coming soon for people who want two Extra. less. No, oh, no, no, it's okay. two less. That's that makes sense. It's two less of the protection. Particles, yeah. Part a little bit more particles, <laughs> the same amount of uh, fun. Yeah. Yeah, you just <laughs> still more protective. Well, you know, if we keep the covid going, that's <laughs> It's extra pay in my pocket. That's right. So. Let's, get, let's get this COVID party going. <laughs> Woo! Meow. <laughs> <laughs> have you have you had a COVID yet, Gene? I I don't know. I don't either. I so right at the beginning of the COVID outbreak, I had bronchitis. Oh, okay. Suspicious. Yes, that's exactly right. But it was fun because it was so early that the doctors didn't know if I had COVID or not. And they tested me a little too late, but I had like this residual cough for a long time. Okay. And so I stayed at home living off of unemployment for like two months. Oh, sweet. It was, and I barely left my Did you my get bed. it? Did, so you got it when the employment was like big money? Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. Well, so what it started off with was I was working somewhere and I was getting um, pay time off. So I got that first. And it was, it was funny because once a week, I just would send an email saying, I'm still unable to come into work this week. <laughs> um, and meanwhile, I was sleeping all day and playing video games. Oh, uh, it's perfect. It was, it was great. I played through five different Assassin's Creed games. And if anybody knows about the Assassin's Creed games, they aren't short. Um, <laughs> I do not know about they, Assassin's Creed. <laughs> they're, they're historical uh, open world games where you assassinate f- uh, famous people who have been assassinated. Oh, wow. Yeah. Are they like... Are they like presidents of Uganda or whatever? <laughs> or are they just like... Um, are they like they, people that should be assassinated? Or is it like MLK... No, I mean, that would be fucking terrible. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Assassin's Creed Civil Rights Edition. Um, <laughs> yeah. That sounds awful. Uh, that would get in a lot of trouble for that. I would think um, so. So the original game took place during the Crusades. And so it was a lot of people during that period that were they assassinated. They had video games during the Crusades? Yeah, they had a video game during the Crusades. <laughs> um, and then, let's see, they've done like, during, uh, like, they've done like Borgia era uh like during the uh the renaissance basically in italy nice they've done the most recent one was during is during like the viking era in um medieval england it starts out in like sweden or finland or something like that but then it it ends up being in england and then um yeah they've done like ancient greece and all these do you learn a lot of like facts about history when you do it um you definitely, uh, to an extent. I mean, obviously, it's historical fiction. They alter, like, certain events. But right. you do learn about, and um, the last three games, I want to say, they've actually done this thing where they have a little, like, tour where you can go through. Well, like, sh- since they already have this giant open world of recreated structures and everything else, they have a tour that you go through, and it's all just learning. Cool. 
Yeah, because like <laughs> I wonder if anyone just do- does it for that. <laughs> they don't want to shoot anyone or anything. <laughs> they just want to take the tour. Well, you don't really shoot. I mean, you might. You don't shoot. Uh, I, okay, that's not true. They did have a game that took place in like during England, um, mm-hmm. during like eighteen hundreds. I want to say, um, like right around the time that like Charles Dickens, um, you run into Karl Marx in the game. Oh wow. Yeah, there's, like, a bunch. There's, uh, yeah, so, like, there is the game during that that did have guns, but, like, it's mostly, like, you might have bow and arrow, so I guess you shoot. It's just not what With, I would continue. They didn't have that technology yet. Yeah, they didn't, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you're not, you're not, you're not, um, taking, you're not, like, shooting people with, like, a M16 during <laughs> the, like, era of the Egyptians. Yeah, uh, that would be kind of cool, though. <laughs> I mean, it would be. It would be a very easy game to win, though. Um, it would be. And I, I think also, like, it would just be a bunch of people looking terrified of black magic. Like, that's, <laughs> that's my assumption. <laughs> Speaking of uh, black magic, Black Hole, we uh, we read... Yes. <laughs> yeah, nice good, little good transition. transition. Yeah, I'm good at this. <laughs> um, black Hole is a book by Charles Burns. It ran from, I want to say, like, 96 to 2005. So he released them in, like... Um, like albums, I guess is what they call them. Basically, one it's it was originally I think in ten parts, and it is about a group of teenagers during I want to say nineteen seventies. It seems like or maybe early eighties. They dress like the seventies. Yeah, yeah, I didn't actually know that, but yeah, it's yeah, during, that makes sense. So it's during that period of time, and there is this uh, disease they call it the bug. It's sexually transmitted, and what it does is it whoever um, contracts it is permanently scarred physically. Like, they have... They mutate. They mutate, yes. They mutate. And all the mutations are, like, different. Yes, teenage mutant uh, sex fiends. Um, Yes. Yes. (laughs) And you might be careful, because you you might get a... A really sweet mutation. Yeah. But you also might just get, like, boils all over your face or something like that. Yeah, there's, like, one kid that just looks like he's, like, I don't know. He he looks like a dog almost. You know what I'm talking about? Yes, yeah, yeah. yes. He, mm-hmm. he becomes yeah, that, a... Yeah, that's not the worst, you know, that wasn't the worst mutation, though. I mean, that was... No. He's, he just has, like, he looks like he has a very hairy, <laughs> fa- like, kind of bloodhound looking face now yeah yeah that's true there are some definitely like boils on their faces mm-hmm. there's one that looks like a zombie mm-hmm. oh yeah, yeah i wouldn't want to be that one yeah no. the nose is all hollowed out <laughs> <laughs> so the story it uh follows the perspective of two different teenagers uh one his name is chris mm-hmm. and another one is a boy named uh, which is girl and then mm-hmm. there's a boy named keith um who at, at the start of it, Keith has a very big crush on Chris. It seems like, a little mm-hmm. almost like a borderline teenage obsession. Yes. 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 Uh, he's in her. They're in biology class together, and mm. they're they're sitting at the same little biology table. Yeah, and he wants to do biology with her. So. Yeah, he does. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah he does. <laughs> bow, chicka, bow. Um. <laughs> oh, and another interesting thing about the book is it. It takes place in the Northwest. It's actually Seattle mm-hmm. area. It's, I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, uh, Charles Byrne is actually from Seattle. That's why. Mm, okay. Yeah, he lives up it's there. Coming together. Yeah. Um, so I would. This is an interesting animal because I would consider this like a mixture between horror, 
Uh, it was. It's like if John Hughes did like a horror movie slash. <laughs> Like, Wait, was John Hughes the Pretty in Pink guy? Yeah, okay. like yeah, Pretty in Pink, uh, Breakfast Club, Breakfast Club, uh, Fierce Bueller's Day Off, like pretty much every '80s teen movie you could think <laughs> of at that time. Like he even did a uh, uh, Home Alone. No way. Yeah, he did the Home Alone movie, the first two. Yeah. Oh wow. It's Macaulay, Culkin. The... <laughs> I just call him Macaulay. Macaulay. Where's <laughs> <laughs> friends call him McCall's. <laughs> I just call him Mr. Culkin. Mr. Culkin. <laughs> I don't know. I just did like a, like a, like a, like a north, northwestern, you know, uh, uh, smoker, uh, smoking grandma. Um, <laughs> you know, you just never call. You just never call. You know, uh, <laughs> very loudly in my rooms. Um, <laughs> so. So we were trying to figure out a book for you for us to talk about, and you actually mentioned to me um, when we were scheduling that this is a book you were actually starting to read. Where did you hear about this? This is actually the first graphic novel I ever read. Oh, nice. Yeah, I was I was just, you know, actually my cousin came over for a little bit, and she's really into graphic novels, and we went to Pals together, and I was just trying to pick one out, and I was like, wow, sexually transmitted STD mutants, that sounds like something I want to read. <laughs> and also, like, just looking through the mm-hmm. the pictures uh, are really cool, and it's all black and white, and there's so much ink. There is. There's so much ink. Like, when you open it, there's a smell that just, like, takes over the room. Like, just like this <laughs> just ink smell. Yes. Uh, it, it seems like a squid just came in and busted all just, up the place. Yeah, just pooted everywhere. Just pooted everywhere. Just pooted. Just <laughs> that's a weird way to think about it, but that's actually not a completely inaccurate either. That's uh, just it's not never, completely in it. I didn't. I just didn't know if that's how I want to look at it, ink as. But <laughs> now I'm forever scarred. So thank you for that, Natalie. <laughs> so yeah, I I really like that you the the way he shades this because it's it's more like the white is actually more. Um, of the exception on the pages, on the pictures. There's yeah, a lot, so much th- blackness. And it's called Black Hole. Black Hole. And <laughs> it's very literal in a way. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Um, we can get into a little bit later, a little bit more about why it's called Black Hole. But yeah. um, it's a little bit depressing, a little sad. It does not... It ends on a hopeful note, but maybe not on a happy note. <laughs> and... <laughs> It also depends what characters yes. ending you're oh, absolutely. thinking about. Yeah. So it's, yeah, I think one of the cooler mutations, honestly, is there's this teenage girl who lives with a bunch of stoners and like she's living in this basement and it kind of, they kind of insinuate that she has, a, there's like an abusive relationship with the oh, other yeah. roommates. There was. Yeah. Yeah. But she has a tail, which is kind of dope. Yes. She has a tail and that, yeah. That's one of the cool. So, okay, through the main characters, I'll go through their mutations. Okay. And okay, so she has a tail. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's Chris, one of the main characters. There's a and all the, there's a lot of mutants that live out in the woods, yeah. and uh, one has like boils on its face. One mm-hmm. kind of looks like a dog. Okay, one uh one has this one's weird. A little mouth 
yeah. on his neck. Yeah. And it has little teeth. And That's Sam. I believe, yes. Is it? Yeah, okay. Sam, yeah. And he um the little mouth is like a dirty talking mouth, a smack mm-hmm. a smack mouth and like it'll whisper like for example when he was asleep it yeah. whispered to his girlfriend like that he was cheating on her. Yeah. Yeah. And there's there's one kind of creepy part later where he's like not going to make it out alive, not going to make it out alive. Yeah. And uh, it's foreshadowing because he doesn't. He doesn't. He does <laughs> he not does make not, it out alive. He does not make it out alive. And I'm <sighs> and it's sad because it's it's uh, that dog dog face son of a bitch. Um, <laughs> yeah. So should we should we like go over what let's, happens? Yeah. Let's go over what happens. Okay. Uh, if anybody's listened to previous episodes of this, they will know that this is a spoiler filled show. Um, nice. We talk about all the stuff. We we spoil the in- as much as possible. Um, so it's a good. I should probably put like a little warning at the start of these of like how you should probably read the book before you listen to this, or just like I mean, some people don't have time to read though. Some people some people probably listen to this because they they like the concept of comics, but they don't have time to actually read the comics, or they're just lazy. That's right, and that's fine too. Yeah, yeah. Nothing wrong with I that. I mean, I'm pretty lazy. Me too. I, Laziness is... <laughs> I mean, I set up my studio inside of my bedroom. <laughs> so I'm, I am like, I was like, I don't need to go somewhere else. Like, I just set up uh, so that it's kind of like my... I have a huge bookshelf of comics, which I've talked about multiple times. It's a really nice bookshelf. Yeah, thank you. Um, It's a IKEA bookshelf. Nice. Um, Calax. If you're ever looking for a good... Uh, bookshelf for anything like records or uh, just heavier stuff like bo- like I have comics I've had a lot of bookshelves for comics and they always like warp hmm. yeah these ones too. these ones don't they're uh, yeah they're called Calax it's the way they're reinforced and they have like very as you can probably see they're very thick in certain areas and it's got the little squares for reinforcement it's got the square, exactly yeah yeah, yeah. It's the yeah it's got the squares they're very square and they're, he and he has like um professional egg crate on the walls too i do i do professional egg crates it's not... professional because it's in the little like pyramid shaped cones it's not in the like yeah you know what i'm saying like... I, I don't <laughs> <laughs> i really don't <laughs> it's professional egg crate it's professional egg crate. <laughs> yeah. not to be confused with amateur egg crates like i wouldn't put it under my bed yeah no i get that yeah. I, oh i see what you're saying yeah, yeah they don't look like actual egg crates yeah yeah. Uh, so, yeah, more about this book, though. Um. Yes. So, okay, so it starts. Uh, where does it start? They're, they're, they're in high school. They're high school mm-hmm. kids. Biology class. Um, He's dissecting a frog. Dissecting a frog. And yeah. he sees visions. Mm-hmm. And he falls down. When he's dissecting this frog, and he falls down in front of his uh, lady friend, Chris. Mm. And this is this is... What was it Keith? Keith, one of the main Keith, characters. Yes. Chris is in. Keith so, is in love with Chris, who is the girl. Yeah. So you were talking about earlier Chris being the one with the tell. That's not Chris. I don't remember her name. Oh, Chris, her name is Liz. Liz. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say. Yeah, because it's like lizard. Lizard. Yeah. Because yeah, Chris, oh. Chris has a very interesting mutation where she. Oh yeah. Her skin peels off, kind of like a uh, spider. Like that was what I was thinking about. Like a snake, just like a the snake. spiders. Yeah. Skin spiders, peel? spiders will shed their entire skin. Yeah. Oh, wow. So like, if I saw this thing a while back, and there's like, you know, people, people with arachnophobia will like like to post memes about spiders for some reason because 
Okay. Um, <laughs> but there was a whole thing about if you ever see like what it looks like a dead spider with like it could actually be just a spider's skin that they, that it shedded. Wow, I had no idea that yeah, spiders. Yeah, they do. There's a <laughs> to get into a little nerdiness. There's a storyline of Spider-Man actually called the Other that was um it was around in 2006 during like the Civil War storyline, and he ends up appearing. He he gets beaten to a pulp essentially by a villain mm-hmm. to the point where he thinks he's died. Like where everybody thinks he's dead. But what happens is he has like a new mutation where he sheds his skin. Ah. Uh. Like, he sheds, like, the, all the bruised up, like, basically dead So was skin. the villain just beating up his skin the whole time? Well, he was beating him up to a pulp, but he, like, had a new mutation within his power. So all of a sudden he started being able to, like, he had, he had like, claws coming out of his, ar- like, out of his uh, wrists. Like where his little web usually shoots he, out of? Uh, kind of, yeah. Huh. There was, like, he had, like, something to do with Venom. It was... I don't think it lasted very long. I think they changed. I don't. I think they might have retconned it or changed it. But hmm. I just remember really liking that storyline because it was it was interesting because like he was a teacher at that time. He was a school teacher. Oh wow! There's yeah. much about Spider Man I didn't know. It's been going around since the '60s, so Damn. That, that's that's fair. And it's been just one consecutive long, long storyline, <laughs> which is just ridiculous. Um, <laughs> uh, so yeah, so the. Uh, Let's see. So what was the last thing we were talking about? So we were talking about, we were talking about, oh, just biology class, cutting open the frog. Mm -hmm. He faints. um, And he really has a crush on her. Mm -hmm. She has a crush on this, like, she's kind of a cool girl. Yeah. And she has a crush on this kind of a cool guy named Rob. Oh, Rob? Rob. I wrote it down. That's right. It wasn't Sam. It was Rob. It was, yeah, oh yeah, it's Rob. I was thinking Sam for some reason. I don't know where I got that from. Ram, Sam, Ram, Sob, Sam, Rob. Sob. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Word association. Um, but she, okay, so she, they're at like a party, or they're outside in the woods, they're all hanging mm-hmm. out to kegger, and she has sex with Rob. Yes. And she doesn't know that Rob, um, he tries to tell her, Rob tries to tell yes. her that he's transmitted the... The bug. The bug. But she's like, no, shh. Just yeah. She make says, love I to know. Me. She says, I uh, know. He's like, I want. I need to tell you something. And she's like, shh, I know. I know. Because I don't know. Teenage girls don't listen. I don't. They don't. Yes. Yeah. They don't listen. They don't um, listen. They just want. <laughs> they just want that dick. Tear uh, off your clothes and, <laughs> and get that STD. Apparently. Get that. Yes. Get that. And they do. And they do. And she did. Yes. Um, she got the bug, but when she was tearing off his clothes, she's like, "Ooh, what's this hot little mouth you have on your neck? I love this hot little mouth." Yeah. And um, or to that, they've had sex a bunch of times. So, but anyway, she did. I know you're wondering this. She did end up making out with yes the miniature smack talking mouth on his neck. Yeah, which apparently had a very salty tongue. Is what did she it? Have, what she references okay. like how it's warm. The teeth are like small. It's got like a oh yeah, like it's, a baby it's, teeth. It's, 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 it's like baby like, teeth. She's like she says it, 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 there's a point where she's describing it. And it's like kissing the ocean. And she does like the ocean. She, she does there's like many the times ocean. she's in yeah. the ocean. She swims a lot in this. Yes. It's her, like, place of tranquility. Yeah, and one of the first um, sort of, uh, what is it, like, comparative things were, like, within the the vision. So when he's looking at the frog, he actually sees, or he or she, one of them sees this uh, vision of, like, a foot 
that has a hole in it. Yes, and the hole kind of looks like a vagina. It does kind of look. So does the frog. Like yeah, it looks like yes, there's a lot of cuts. sexual. There's a lot yeah. of sexual stuff in here. Yeah, for sure. Um, <laughs> the hole is kind of has blackness inside. One would say yeah. it might look like a black hole. Like a black hole. Yeah, yes. interesting. There's mm-hmm. going to be a lot of that in here. Um, so. There's a point where she's actually with her friends after she's transmitted the disease, mm-hmm. um, which they see on the back of her. It just looks like it's just, it, it. It's hard to explain. It like like looks like um, just like peely skin. Kind looks of. like peely skin, but like with like ruffles or something. Right? Like yeah. Yeah. Big so, chunks. Exactly, and so she goes into the water. And yes, but she's it. at another kegger, and she doesn't realize that she has. I don't it, think she yeah, realizes she know that she. It, yeah. Yeah. yeah, she goes into the water naked, and everyone's like, "Oh shit! Look at her back. She's mm-hmm. she's got the bug. She's got the bug." And she steps in glass. Oh, is that when she steps in the That's glass? That's when she steps in the glass because they're talking about okay. how there's like you gotta be careful because oh, yes. there's, yeah, there's yeah, broken yes. glass all over the place from all the keggers. Yeah, which is the fir- which is when you see that you see like the vagina foot. Yes, again. the vagina foot again. Vagina that, it's cut. always a vagina cut. <laughs> Vaginal and then, cuts. Oh, and that's when she comes out of the water. And who's there to help her when she cut her foot on glass? Jesus Christ himself. Pretty much. Pretty it's, much. It's, it's Keith. Keith. It's Keith. The one who's in love with her. <laughs> yes. And he also has a unibrow. He does. That's, that's another thing that kind of shows it's during the 70s. Because at that time, they didn't seem to care as much about that kind of grooming. No, they they liked their hair. It was in the yeah. 70s. There was there was a any wherever very, it showed up. Yeah, it, there's there's also a good amount of bush in this. Oh, uh, yeah. tons of bush. Tons of bush. Tons yeah. of bush. There's also penis, there's and the penis, penis does have a lot of bush behind it as well. It does. Yeah, it's very natural. Very all natural. natural. Yes. Yeah, which you know I can respect. Yeah. Um, <laughs> got a bush right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oversharing the yeah, podcast. Well, um, it's natural. It is natural. So. Okay, so Keith, he uh, he he he's like the man, the man on the white horse. He comes over. He takes the glass out of her foot. Mm-hmm. She's very happy about that. And then they go their separate ways. Yeah, they and do. Um, she ends up running away from home. Yes, because. Be- she finds out that she has the bug. Yes. And is scared that, what is she, like, scared, scared her mom will find out. Yeah, well, because her mom, uh, there's one point where she taught, where she's been hanging out with uh, Ben? Rob. Rob, okay, I am Rob, terrible. I have it down. Rob, Rob, Rob Little Mouth Rob on my little sheet. Mouth. <laughs> so I remember, Rob Little so, Mouth. yeah, he's just giving a freaking his name. I'm just gonna, at one point I'm just gonna call him, like, uh, George. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, Rob, she keeps on, so she goes out into the lake with Rob at one point, or at the beach, mm-hmm. or something mm-hmm. like that, and... Uh, and Rob and her are carrying on this, like, romance... Yeah, which Rob left his girlfriend for her. Yes, he did. And so there's Rob's kind of a piece of shit, underlining a little bit, I think. Like, because well, yeah. I mean, he is a piece of shit. He does yeah. leave his girlfriend who has webbed hands, yes. and that's her only STD. And I was like, that's so cool. She's, she's such a good swimmer. Exactly. And that's the only thing she has. Like, she got lucky. Yeah. But he leaves her. He doesn't love her because the little mouth on his neck when they were sleeping together was like Chris. 
he, yeah, he yeah. he was calling out for his true love. His his and true. I think he really did love Chris. Okay. I yeah. think he really did. Yeah. And he helped. And when she ran away in the woods, he like brought her food mm-hmm. and kind of took care of her for a while. Yeah. Yeah. He he does. Um. And so there's a big thing about this where there's a bunch of. There's a bunch of people of kids who are who have uh, contracted the bug, and they're all living in this like this area of the woods that's a little bit further deeper in there. There's a lot of weird stuff there. There's like a like a baby doll where they like yes they put c- a picture of boobs and <laughs> it's tied to a tree. Yeah, but it's like only sections of the doll mm-hmm. with like sections of a magazine cut out of like a naked. They find all these weird, yeah. weird, um, symbolic kind of, uh, like mannequin. Yeah, there's some. There's 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 artwork. A, I don't know. Creepy. There's a um. There's like a psychedelic on the worst possible trip. Feel to this. <laughs> yes. Like there's a movie called Monkey Bone. I don't know if you've ever seen it. It's not very good. Um, does it have? Does it have? Um, Brendan Fraser. Yes, yes. I, I d- have never seen it, so, but I've heard about it. Yeah. There's a part in there where it's showing his dark side and Ooh. like how creepy everything he sees and all this stuff. And it kind of reminds me of that. <laughs> I'll have to watch it now. I love Brendan. Yeah. Um, it's a movie. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's it has some. I do love Brendan Fraser. Um. Oh my god, I love Blast from the Past. Oh, uh, that's really good. Have you watched his, the show he's on right now, Doom Patrol? Um, oh, you know what? I think I saw the first episode. And he was like this big scary He's a he's he he Yeah, I haven't uh, he's, I've he played, the first he's a robot a man, ago. basically. Okay. He, uh, yeah, he he ends up getting he ends up getting in a car accident or actually there's there's a lot of to it that they, they reveal as it goes along, but something happens where his body is no longer recoverable and so they put his brain inside of a, a robot. Half man, half machine. Yeah. Mostly just machine, honestly. Okay, mostly um, machine. Yeah, he's called Robot Man. It's a very funny, very um very offbeat show. I want to watch. Where where would I find that um, uh, show? HBO Max. Okay, oh, okay, that's why I stopped watching it. Okay, because you don't have HBO Max. I don't have HBO Max you anymore. Need to get HBO Max. They yes. have the. It's the Max version of HBO. Ooh, to the that's Max. Right. Yeah, to the Max. No, it's actually just a public transit in Portland. HBO <laughs> public transit. The Max. Oh well, I don't take yeah, public transit. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while since I've taken it. Um, <laughs> yeah, if anyone outside of Oregon is listening to this. Uh, that is what the name of the Portland transportation is called. It's called the Max <laughs> because uh, apparently Portland thinks they're better than everyone else's. <laughs> to be fair, Portland does have a really good transit system, though. I wouldn't know. <laughs> <laughs> if you live outside of Portland, not as good. But like, if you're just like within, yeah, I hear it's pretty good. It's decent. I mean, I used to I used to take public transit. I I was one of those weirdos that didn't drive until I, I got my license at 24. Mm. Yeah, it was before then. I just lazy, yeah, <laughs> mostly. And I was like everywhere I wanted to go um, because I was very much a homebody during most of my twenties, and I still kind of am. <laughs> um, but I was, and I am now too. Um, and I grew so, it, I grew in, up in upstate New York, and it was mm. all country. And if you didn't have a car, you oh, weren't yeah. you weren't see, getting anywhere. See, I, I lived in a small town called Vernonia, very country. Yes. Um, I just I just didn't care. I have friends there. Um, <laughs> they'd come to you. I, they'd come to me. I would. <laughs> I would ride with siblings out to like youth groups and stuff to get out of you know. Aww. Good old yeah. Good old youth groups. Good old religion that I used to believe in. Um, 
Hey, I've been there. You know, you've been there. I've been to Jesus camp. Yes. Yeah. Um, Jesus. I grew camp. up Catholic. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. So full of guilt. Just all the guilt. all the time. All the no, guilt. very much so. Mm-hmm. I, I I I dealt. I was Pentecostal, so it was the guilt and shame and. <laughs> a lot of, of shame too, yeah. A lot of shame. Guilt, um, shame. Guilt, shame. Uh, <laughs> Pentecostal is interesting. I went to a little less conservative. I, I thought it was conservative until I saw the Pentecostals where they look like sister wives. Oh, did the Pentecostals do that too? There is some. There, I, so I, I used to work at Target and there was this girl there who – there was these two sisters. Uh-huh. And they both had that bun that they have up that you – like if you ever saw the hair all the way down, it would be down to their legs. But they mm-hmm. put it up and it's like black ma- – I just call it magic because like <laughs> it's, it's it's so much hair, but somehow they get in this they black bun. They all a little bun. And they wear like dresses that are right down to their feet. And uh, yeah, they just – they look like they're uh, about to pioneer – and think that manifest destiny is a good idea. Um, <laughs> no, so are, so in your you could have had multiple wives then. No, Aww. no, that's not part of it. They just dress. They, they just that, dress like that, that just section. Okay. So I thought it was really funny because so she invited me to because this was back when I was going to church and she invited me to go to church one time. Never did. And then I moved up to Washington for a short period of time, and I was messenger on Facebook back in the day. Yo, yo. She, wow. Um, <laughs> was she hot under that bun and she was all those cute. clothes? She was pretty cute. Yeah. Um, I don't know under all the clothes. I never got to see that, but I'm sure she was. But you saw uh, that. You saw there. It was possible. There was a possibility. There was a there. possibility. She yeah. was she she was in good shape. Um, so. I thought it was so she's like telling me how up in like because I was up in Renton, Washington, really close mm-hmm. to Seattle. It's one of the one of the suburbs. And she was telling me about this really cool church that's up there that I should check out. And then I literally I opened the link and it's just all people dressed like that and like guys in suits. And I was like, no, I'm, I'm good. It's super I, cool, though. It's so cool. You know, because <laughs> everybody in a circle. Yeah. Because everybody loves a church that has a dress code. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I at that point I was I was going to the cool churches, the non-denominational churches. You know, I um yeah I I got invited to church a couple times too as a kid. Churches that weren't my church. And yeah. This one girl Rebecca invited me, and they had cool stuff going on. They gave you mm-hmm. like donuts, and then they had uh they had like fun church day where you they have these big balls and they like strapped you in and rolled you down hills. Didn't experience that. Uh, oh yeah, they, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they had all kinds of activities that really got your energy up without um, having to do drugs. There you go. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, but they did give you the communion wine. Um, <laughs> yeah, I never. Just a bunch of drunk kids. I never drank. Uh, I no. always skipped the wine. and just took the cracker. So it was funny because I went to churches where they would just give you grape juice, which was like, well, there's, there's no fun in that. You no. Know, it's like cool Welches. That's um, so lame. Yeah, it was not great. That's not the blood of Christ. I grew up, though, with, like, the people who were so incredibly, like, they just didn't, they were so incredibly brainwashed. Where, like, <laughs> they thought, they were like, well, you know, back in Jesus' time, they uh, they didn't actually have alcohol. They, 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 the, yes, the, they did. Yeah, the, the wine was, like, grape juice. And it's like, yes, because they're getting drunk off of Welch's grape juice. <laughs> um, interesting story, actually. Apparently, Welch's... It was a reverend, uh, Welch's back in, and he, 
he had like a, or he was either reverend or he, he was like within the church and he had a vineyard, but he wasn't, didn't want to make alcohol. Hmm. And so he essentially convinced the church to replace wine with, uh, with his grape juice. Cause capitalism. Wait, the whole church was based on the fact that he wanted to drink grape juice instead of the wine? The whole idea of adding, changing communion from wine to grape juice. Okay. Yeah, not, yeah, yeah. There's an entire church. They're like, oh, the mighty grape juice. It has grape juice, but there's also one that's with peaches. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, that one. White grapes and peaches. That one's a pretty tasty one. Oh, okay. It's not bad. Um, I don't know, like ice cold Welch's. I don't normally go out of my way to drink grape juice. It's not. It's you not know, my thing. I don't drink many juices hmm. because they're high in calories and they have a lot of sugar. They do. And if I'm gonna do that kind of thing, I'm just gonna eat a piece of chocolate cake or a cookie or something That's like fair. that. Or, I'm not gonna be like, drink. oh, time for my dessert. I'm gonna have a six ounce <laughs> glass of grape juice. <laughs> or, or like what I'm drinking right now, which is pure diabetes. Yes, so. it is, and it looks delicious. It's it's super delicious, <laughs> and I try to only have one of these. Like maybe I'll do it like once a week. You know, I like to treat myself a little bit. He gets it every morning. Every morning. <laughs> um, no. <laughs> no, I've actually been dropping shirt sizes, which is Oh, kind of cool. yeah. nice. At least I think so. Either that or I'm just like, <laughs> I have some shirts back when I was wearing larges that just got stretched out to hell. He was wearing lar- large for kids, and now he's wearing small for adults. Small, no. That oh, would, uh, never mind. No. <laughs> it was an extra large was down extra, to a large. Extra, extra, But I appreciate, extra. you know, that's a great compliment. I, I thank you. Thank you. Oh, no, anytime. Um, <laughs> so, okay, what, were, what was the last thing we were talking about? Okay, so Black Hole. Uh, um, what were we up to? We were up to a point. So she, was, so Chris would, had gotten the STD from Sam. or Rob. Yeah, Rob. Little mouth Rob. I'm going to just keep him calling him Sam. Uh, <laughs> I'll know what you mean. Yeah. So she got the STD from Rob. There was all these. She's out in the woods. She's out in the woods. Um, so one of the interesting things was there is a point where she's where she's missing school a bunch before she's left her parents. And they actually say that she doesn't they don't want her to ruin her life because of a boy, mm-hmm. which is ironic because of what's going on. I, guess, I don't know why ironic is the right word, but you know <sighs> we all listen, we all listen to that song by uh, <laughs> what's her name from the nineties? Uh, Cindy Crawford. No, not Cindy Crawford. She also sang uh, "I Got One Hand in My Pocket, Another my One Is Cigarette" or whatever. Cigarette. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, okay, that one. Um, I know her. she played God in Dogma. In my pocket. And she had that her? really long hair. And yeah, she's walking brown around hair. naked. Yeah. That music video. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I I can't recall Why? things. It's very so fun. Well. This oh, is... oh, I had it for one second and went away. Uh, yeah, because she also had that song that everybody oh, thinks no, is no, about no. Dave Coulier. Oh, isn't it ironic, don't you think? Yeah, a little too ironic. Yeah, the whole song is about... Ironic. Which, like, everything in the song is just inconvenient. Freight fly as the plane crashed down. <laughs> <laughs> so, isn't this nice? Now, isn't if it was... Nice? Yeah, it's like, it's... Yeah, so... <laughs> that's like, yeah. Whoever's listening is, like, saying their name. Like, why can't you fucking remember? Yeah, right? Um... Damn it. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, this is just. Don't have it's, it. It's it's gone. Well, probably in the middle of later on, we'll be like, oh yeah. Okay. Yes. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> she's Canadian, so I mean, mm. she's forgettable. That's mm. all I'm saying. Um, oh. Oh my God! You know who else is Canadian? Who? My favorite singer, Justin Bieber. Okay. Yes, he is Canadian. So many hits, people don't know, but so many hits. He's more. He's an adult now. He's he, grown up. He's not a little boy anymore. He's a man. He's a man. <laughs> Uh, yes, he is a, a full-grown adult. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I am. <laughs> <laughs> and when she says hits, she's talking about both his music and the, and the when he had the crazy, um, like, driving where he just went on, like, you know, crazy benders. and. No, he didn't. No, yeah, no. Yeah. I don't know. I think he did. I heard, uh, didn't he, like, get in trouble? Cause, he like, peed into a mop bucket once. I mean, that's weird. Yeah, but it's like, you know, we're all, we've all been there. We've all been kids at one point, we've wanted to pee kids. places we shouldn't pee. I mean, as a, as a man, I just do that anyways sometimes. <laughs> yeah, Gene's a man and I'm he a, does it. I'm, I'm a man and I do it. I mean, sometimes you just got to pee in the back of a, uh, the, 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 the like warehouse area of a Target that yes. you're not supposed to be in. There's a know? lot of freedom in that. There's a lot of freedom, you know? It's, it's, it's exciting. Yes. There's the rush. Will I get caught? Especially if they're just watching you and like, okay, we've caught you. You're just, okay. Like, I'm not drunk. You know, I'm not like that homeless person who had, who just drank too much and just doesn't, has just given up on caring. What would you say if they caught you? What would be your excuse in the back of a toilet? I had to excuse pee. me, sir. I had to pee. That's my excuse. Why couldn't you have used the restroom, sir? Because I'm here. And then they're going to ask why I'm there. And I'm like, well, I closed my eyes for 10 minutes and I just wanted to see where it lead me. And I was like, either here or electronics. And I didn't feel like play- peeing on the PlayStation 5. So <laughs> straight to jail. Straight to jail. Straight um, to jail. <laughs> I mean, either way, it's bad. <laughs> this is really funny because, like, I actually have a pretty bad, pretty shy bladder. Oh my god, my so, bladder is so shy. Yeah. So, like, I've gotten to the point where I can use urinals, but only if people are like twelve feet away from me. <laughs> you know what I find helpful? Oh, but I guess I don't do. So I can't even pee when. Um, sometimes I can't pee when other people in their room. Oh, just or in like in the bathroom. Um, even in my own closed little spot. Mm-hmm. If I know they're out there. So I plug my ears and I start to hum. Mm. And then the, it just starts flowing. It just starts flowing. So maybe when you're... Um, you're just like, don't go chasing waterfalls. And then there's always turn on the what, turn on the faucet. All these yeah. kinds of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just all that, mm-hmm. all those fun things. It's it's yeah. it's nice to not feel alone in, in my uh, shy bladder Yes. Problems. No, yeah. no. Yeah, it's no a weird way thing. Are you alone. It's a weird thing. Um, <laughs> as I said, I've gotten better at it over the years, but it still happens sometimes. Especially, I can't, I can't, I don't understand those people who like when there's a bunch of stall, when there's a, just like a, like you're at a movie theater mm-hmm. and in the men's restroom, there's just a long line of, uh, <laughs> of urinals and then someone just goes right next to you. There's a meme of it, of course. But, yeah. Well, yeah. where it's like, there's this long it's a common, line. Yeah. Who would do that? And people do that. Especially when they, like, look at you and start talking, and it's like, I, okay, no. See, <laughs> I don't pee standing up at a urinal, but mm. that would be super awkward. Do, so, do you look down at other people's penises? No. Yes, you do. Not even a little peek? No, because I, I usually go into the stall, so. Oh, okay. Because I, as I said, I have a shy bladder, so. <laughs> 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 I was homeschooled, too, so I didn't have the locker room experience. Like, the most I've had is, like, 
going into a gym locker room and there's just that one old dude who just doesn't care. He's just walking yeah, around. He's got totally giant naked. testicles. Yeah. And just, just like not – he doesn't really have anything to be like, you know, proud of. <laughs> but he's not ashamed. But he's not ashamed. And you know what? I can respect that. Yes, yeah. definitely. <laughs> That's who I want to be when I'm old. <laughs> just let it all hang just out. Let it all hang out. Just let it all hang out. <laughs> Yeah, speaking of letting all hang out, uh, shedding skin. Uh, <laughs> yes. Shin Skedder. Shin Skedder. So, yeah, so there's this thing. There's definitely. So, there, during the two different storylines, she's. Uh, Chris is definitely going through, like, her life is kind of falling apart and she's living out in the woods. Meanwhile, Keith is slowly, like, he first runs into Liz. Which is see, I remember yes, her name. Yes, Liz, the, the the girl with the, the tail. tail, because he's going to get pot with his other friends yes. at least college kids' house, and she lives with the college kids. And she go, he goes into the uh, to go to the bathroom if I remember right, and he goes mm-hmm. in, he goes in there and he sees her making sandwiches in the kitchen, yes. Donald Duck style. She has no pants on. Ooh, yeah, yeah. There's a you know you can see the bottom of the cheeks. It's a uh, <laughs> there, and the this little, is very detailed and you can see the little tail you can hanging. see the tail yeah. yeah and he's like oh and she's like oh sorry i i'm so used to you know yeah just whatever just being free around here and then she and teaches she him how up. to make the perfect bologna sandwich oh yeah she does yeah. she goes on about this bologna sandwich about this bologna sandwich and then she makes him eat it with her yeah and, and she's like come back to my room with me yeah so that's what i was going to talk about uh, a little bit ago is she has all these very interesting drawings that are very reminiscent of all this, the dreams and like, because there's one point where like there's a dream with Keith, and his head is on like a snake or something like that. Yeah, I remember there being a lot of it's very kind of wormy snake <laughs> things this like cut open and like a lot of nightmare for creepy. Fuel. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, and it's it's this is just such a fascinating read because it's it's definitely. It's these kids trying to essentially it's it's a it's almost like a coming of age while people are dying and getting us and getting a permanent scarred mutations. Yes, I was trying to think after I finished the book, I was like, what is the author trying to tell me? Yeah. And I still don't really know, but there's I, definitely a there's slice something. of life and it's I think it's yeah. well it's, it's a um it definitely it's it kind of feels like it's a uh, like a uh, a little bit about uh, like the AIDS crisis a little bit. Yes, I was thinking There's that. There's definitely mm-hmm. reminiscent of that because like you know you might not be permanently visually scarred, but there's or sometimes, but uh, it's gonna be with you for the rest of your life. And yeah, it's. <laughs> I remember one scene, one of the um, characters who has the bug and is living out in the woods just mm-hmm. wants to go and get some fried chicken yep and everyone when he goes to kfc and he goes to kfc not popeye or anything he goes to yeah. kfc and um he's in there and uh one of these these cool jock kind of kids comes over to him he's like get out of here you're scaring <laughs> you're scaring the server you get out of here you freak yeah and he's like, I just want my chicken. Pulls out Give a gun. Give me my chicken. And he pulls out a gun, and he goes to the jock guy, and he's like, open your mouth. And he's like, oh, oh God, no. And he's like, just open your mouth. And then he <laughs> and then he spits in his mouth, 
And he's like, see, now you have it. It's mm. that easy. Yeah. Anyone can have it. <laughs> Which very much reminds me of uh, the misconceptions of AIDS for a long time. Because people used to think that you could spread it by just having saliva. Yes. Yeah. It is a lot easier to get the mutation bug than it is to get AIDS. If that's actually true about the mutation bug. Because there's no official... It could very well be him just trying to scare the guy. Hmm, I don't think so. I think he think gave so? it you to think him. It, okay. I, think, I wonder I what his mutation would be. Uh, would he just have the head of a penis on his head? Because he's a dickhead. <laughs> they literally call... <laughs> that chapter's called Rick the Dick. Rick the Dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> he did turn into just like a giant penis top. Giant penis top. <laughs> I mean, it would make sense to the, like how everything Bet the ladies would comic. love it. oh my gosh all right um so yeah so there is there's so she has these drawings though the girl uh liz Mm -hmm. and they yeah they're very like there's literally it's like foreshadowing for a lot of stuff yes because there's everything like there's a kid there's one of a guy who's like tied up yes Mm -hmm. um, to a tree to a tree and they had naked that they showed that at one point in there Mm -hmm. and yeah she's got a she's I'm trying to think of an of who the artist is that it reminds me of, but there is there's definitely a couple artists that do this kind of. Who's style. the guy that uh, da, da, Dal, the guy who does the melting clock? Salvador Dali. Salvador Dali. I mean, a little bit. Maybe. Maybe a little bit. There's. I'm sure there's others. Like it's very surreal. It's very surrealist. Um, but yeah, this is. It's just. It's such a fascinating. Uh, so the black hole is interesting because there's a few things. Obviously, there's the concept of like. Their lives are just spinning out of control and getting where and just like going no like they don't know where it's going. Right. Um. I mean, so uh, Chris ends up. Yeah, she ends up uh, getting taken. She leaves the woods because Keith helps her out. Well, yeah. Well, she's waiting for her boyfriend to come back. Yes. Yes. Which eventually, which is he's murdered. Rob, yes, he's yeah, murdered. He's murdered by a kid who just kind of has like this weird, like bald skeleton head. Thing. Yes, he has a bald skeleton and head. And he says he kills him and says like he told me to do this. Which later on you and you're like, who told him? It's Dave. Dave, the guy who spit the into the face. guy's mouth, yeah. who looks like a dog face. Yeah. And David has been besides spitting into that guy's mouth, and that's where you start to learn like, oh. He's been behind the scenes doing these really fucked right, up stuff. Right, he's been behind the scenes. But Dave comes off as this, oh, I was a nerd in high school, but I'm really mm-hmm. sweet, shy guy. <laughs> and and then you, and then um, the Rob is hiding the mutants away in this house that he is kind of watching over for his neighbors. But mm-hmm. the mutants are hiding in there. And one day he goes into the house and he finds that... Many of the mutants had have been murdered. Yes, yeah, and so luckily, so first of all, Chris, uh, Dave had been essentially like kind of trying to to groom Chris, essentially to like him. Yeah, Dave. Um, so so many people like Chris. Yes, well, because there's there's that scene where um, Keith lets her come to his his parents' house and take a shower and stuff, mm-hmm. and he. He's like giving her a bunch of alcohol and like feeding her and stuff, and mm-hmm. he doesn't take advantage of her though. That's... No, well, he's giving her alcohol because let's be honest, he's a per- Keith is a perfect gentleman, mm-hmm. and he's giving her alcohol because she's like, oh, give me alcohol, I want to get drunk, and she's yeah. just she's very depressed now because mm-hmm. her main love, Rob, little mouth neck, Rob is 
gone. And he never came back for her. And she didn't know where he went. She's depressed. All she's doing is drinking in the woods. She's Mm -hmm. ready to give up. And Rob comes in and he's like, here, let's get you a warm shower. Let's get you to this place. And and he's still in love with her. He's still trying to win her. Although he he realizes that uh, Liz, very shortly afterwards, is really the one for him. Very short, yes. Very shortly afterwards. He does. Liz is the one with the tail. Mm-hmm. And so, so the way that Nick avoids Dave from killing her is she's already locked herself in that. That's my phone. Ooh. I forgot to just hear that awesome... <laughs> um, I forgot to turn. I, I had it on. I had it off of silent because I'm really bad about when people are letting me know that they're here. And okay. Ooh, he's he's Doing a good texter. The... Everyone, he's texting with one thumb. All right, I'm just turning all everything off. All right, so <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, so yeah, he uh, so what we were talking about out in the so the so raw. Oh no, oh, no, no. Yeah, so so she, the way yeah, so she so Chris has locked herself in the room. Yes. And uh, because she's already like feeling depressed and she doesn't want to talk to anyone. And she's very lucky because he's starting, he talks to her. First of all, he tried to kiss her at one point. And no, she but not out. Keith. No, Dave. 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 I know, we're, I'm being very, <laughs> not, not very well descriptive. So Dave has been like, yeah, hanging out with her and stuff. And she, he's been the really dog polite. face. Yeah, dog face Dave. Dog face Dave. Dog face Dave. Dog he's been really face polite. Dave. And all the mutants are hanging out in this house now. Yes. Yeah, they've moved from the woods to this house. To this house. And the house is all torn up. And it's the. It's someone's. It's someone's parents' house because, like, they say He's, there's a note that says, like, please keep it clean. Yeah, and all the, stuff. Uh, yeah. Ra, um, what's his name? Keith is supposed to just watch over the house for them while they're on vacation mm-hmm. or something, and he just wanted to invite his his love Chris over, yeah. but she invites all the other mutants over. They wreck the house, mm-hmm. and she's uh, locked away in her room, and outside yeah she doesn't know but this other guy who's in love with her dog face dave um is kind of outside with her gun mm-hmm. shooting everyone yep he's and he goes to her door and she doesn't want to let him inside and so she doesn't she escapes out the window yes which you don't see at first it's sort of she talks about there's a lot of flashbacks a lot yes. of description and back and where they're talking about what happened after the fact and you never know what really happened until yeah, yeah until they flash until back. They flash back. But Dave, he's killing everyone because he he's doing it. He from his perspective, he's they're suffering, I think. Yeah. Well, it's that and she turned him down and now he no longer feels like he has any reason to live. Right. So there's And since a lot he's of, suffering, he's like everyone's coming <laughs> everyone's with me. Everyone's suffering. Exactly. Like yeah. he he first shares his chicken with a friend, and he kills him out mm-hmm. in the woods. Mm-hmm. And it looks like he was about to kill himself, which he might have. Yeah, there's so many flashbacks. It's, it's hard to keep yeah, track of the timeline. Like, yeah, I think he did end up killing himself in that after. Scene, yeah. yeah, yeah. That makes sense. So there's so that happens with her, and how her story ends is she goes out into the same um, beach or lake that she went to with. I think it's a beach because they have like this rock formation. Yeah, the haystack rock. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And 
where she, where she and Rob had spent that weekend together. Yeah, and it was like the best weekend of her life, and mm-hmm. she went back to it. And she buries a picture. She's realized at this point that Rob's dead. Mm-hmm. She's kind of accepted that, and she buries a um, picture of Rob in the spot where they were sitting, yep. like underneath, like kind of. She goes deep enough in the sand where there's water there, mm-hmm. and then she, it. So hers, this is actually the last scene of the book, is she's just swimming. She goes into the the ocean, just is swimming and just, like, thinking about kind of the meaninglessness of life. Yes, and or the meaningless, or the meaningfulness, because it ends yeah. with her looking up into the universe and yes. looking up into the stars. Into and a black hole. Into, yes, and the whole, and the whole last two pages are just, like, covered with this blackness with, mm-hmm. like, the Milky Way above it and all the stars shining and her just like gazing at the stars yeah it's it's a beautiful image um to kind of backtrack a little bit uh, to to kind of sum up what happens with uh keith and liz yes keith and liz so there's one point where keith comes back after the whole shooting has happened he sees one of the things that's interesting he actually sees um one of the kids who's been killed and he sees like a bullet hole and it looks like a black hole to him basically which was an interesting, yes. yeah, um, and so he's decided to finally just get leave that place, just get away, and yes. he runs into Liz at a grocery store he's working at. Yeah, just by happen chance, he happens happen to chance, run into yeah. Liz, and she looks like she's because for a while she had like a black eye, she had her, she was just looking sickly and all that stuff, and yeah. she ends up, she's like very cleaned up she seems like she's healthy again yeah the pretty much the all the college guys like raped her yeah that's what it seems yeah because they all had the bug at the end so yeah so and she was she she ended up getting out of that yes situation yeah she got out of that situation she says she's living with a friend and it sort of ends with there's like a few people who have survived and it seems like it's like four of them there's her and um and Keith, but then there's these two other people that seem these like two them. other like just other mutants that lived in the woods that yeah. were like a cute couple, and yeah. they survived. They survived, and although it doesn't really focus on them very much, it, the one of the last scenes is it shows them on the beach, um, and they're just kind of having this really lovely moment. Uh, she's drawing. He's they're both naked for some reason. <laughs> a lot of nakedness. <laughs> a lot of nudity. I thought it was very interesting because it's like there's a lot of nakedness, and these are supposed to be teenagers. <laughs> so like they could be eighteen. I don't know. It's a very it's a little weird. But then like <laughs> you read at the end and it shows Charles Burns and it's like he lives in Seattle with his wife and two daughters. And it's like interesting. Hey, they're legal. <laughs> they're eighteen. Yeah, I assume that all the kids are supposed to be like seniors in high school. <laughs> That'll make you feel better, Gene. Makes, hey, Time Magazine <laughs> said it was the best graphic novel of that year. So Yeah, it's got, got a lot it's, of good it's reviews. Art. It's art. Um, <laughs> it really is, though. <laughs> it is. It's very, it's it's beautifully drawn. It and is, it's beautifully, disturbingly drawn. Yes. And once again, as we were talking about, the, 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 the all the uses of the color black, or the black in it, with very... With only a bit of light, and as as it goes along, because it starts off with a lot of more white in the background, and then it goes darker. Yeah, and darker, darker as it and goes darker. Along. And then it kind of mm-hmm. ends with a lot more light in it too, especially with uh, with Liz and uh, Keith story. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So he just happens to run in her to her at the end, and he's like, you know what? Why was I wasting all my time with this 
mm-hmm. with this girl who wasn't into me. I should really be with Liz. Liz. Yeah, and I love that the I love this image because he has this idea, and it's it's a fairly realistic of him of them moving to the city, him getting a job. She's like a full time artist. It's very romantic, but it's, yes. it's not without outside of the possibility, especially in the 70s. <laughs> um, maybe not so much nowadays, but, <laughs> you know, back when people had hope for a future. Um, <laughs> so, so yeah, it's, 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 it's kind of this interesting bittersweet ending because mm-hmm. um, Chris has essentially just been through the gauntlet and her life has just gotten worse and worse. And there's even a point where Keith, where she's laying in bed. And she, I think she got, she was able to shower. She had, no, I don't, I think she fell asleep before she could shower. Mm-hmm. And he talks about, he's like laying next to her and he, she just smells terrible. Yeah. Like she's deathly skinny. And I think part she of it is. She smells like booze. She's... I think part of the reason why she's so skinny is partially because she's malnourished, but I think that every time she peels off skin, it might like remove a, a bit Ooh. of. So that might be a thing. Maybe. Thought it and was so... just because she was depressed and not eating, but. Could be both. Could be both. Could be both. I mean, there was a full on like, when she peels it off, like everything goes off. Like there's like, like you can see her nipples. You can see like everything yeah. coming off, and then that must be such a good like treatment, like spot. Yeah, like, <laughs> it's just fresh skin under there. Fresh every skin, time, baby smooth. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it is. <laughs> um, yeah. So it's interesting. Yeah, because like they there's this the, this dichotomy between the two characters because one is going for this hopeful future with the girl he loves. And neither one of them are very poorly or very scarred, very bad. Cause she has the tell, which is kind of awesome. And then he has what he can, he calls, they look like tadpoles. Yes. He has uh, on his, his uh, ribs, ribs yeah. on the side of his ribs. He has these like little tadpole tails hanging off, which is like, you can cover that up. And he yeah. does, he covers yeah. it up in a bandage. Exactly. So like they can, they can, for the most part, like it's interesting cause they show like, the outline of the tell when she's like in a dress or something like that, which mm-hmm. is interesting. And she's like, "Tell me you like it. Tell yeah. me you like he, my tail." Oh yeah, that's oh, right. And then, the and then, first, yes, the, the yes. scene when they have sex, there's mm-hmm. a scene where there's a point where he rips off part of her tail. And he's a virgin. Well, okay, he, well, he so he was he's, a virgin. Yeah. He was a virgin, and they had sex for the first time, and they were doing it, doing it regular. And then she was like, "Okay, I'm gonna turn around." do me from behind and and he was like oh you're kind of you're kind of poking me with your tail and, and she she's tells like, him to hold it yeah she's like pull on it i like it when you pull <laughs> on it and then he pulled on it and it came off like a lizard tail yeah and she she's like oh that's happened before and she's like oh it. yeah i love it when my tail comes off <laughs> <laughs> that's no that was her kink this is uh, this episode is going to be uh, considered es- extra ris- risque. Ooh, extra risque. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't listen to this with your family around. Um, well, she does love it when her tail is. She does off. love it when her tail comes off. Um, so yeah, it's it's a it's a very fascinating. It's a very realistic because there's everything that happens it's not have you made love to someone with a tail gene i have not not mm. yet at least. not yet not yet me neither uh i it'd be interesting though it'd be an interesting oh, for experience sure. yeah um because <laughs> <laughs> they do have that people with tails yeah it, it is a thing and it's interesting yeah it's just a longer tailbone basically yeah um so i'm trying to think here uh da, 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 da. there was something i i, I don't know I 
Well, I liked so he so Keith and Liz go off and they're like escaping mm-hmm. life and he's a little sad. He has to, he's just kind of leaving assuming that his mom and dad will think that he got shot with the rest of the mutants mm-hmm. and they're escaping life together. But he does at the end fall asleep um and does still dream about Chris. Yeah. The the you know, the girl that he was in love with who wasn't in love with mm-hmm. him. But it's it's still it's very horrific when he sees these dreams though. Like, yeah, it's a nightmare of Chris just being like naked and afraid and mm-hmm. um and cold and, and cold. And then they cut to her pretty much. Being naked and afraid being and naked cold. and afraid and cold. <laughs> yeah. So it's, he's a he's a prophet or he has I, uh, what is it? Um I EMP I don't know what it's called. But basically when you can like see see the future. Yeah. <laughs> An oracle. ESP. Is I that what know. I'm thinking of? ESP? Maybe. Um, I don't know if that's maybe? exactly. I think that's what it is though. Yeah, ESP. Um <laughs> But this whole thing, yeah, I really love it. The thing I was gonna say is it's it it's not it's not pornographic. There's never any like they don't show any penetration at all in this. It's it's definitely highly explicit. Mm. But it's not like there's. It's they not show a lot of bush and peen. They peen, do show a lot of, but never peen. the bush and peen like a, smushing a, up. Smushing, no smushing of the bush and peen. Um, so yeah, it's no smushing of the bush. <laughs> bush, uh, bush. <laughs> no smushing of bushes. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's. I I just I I love the way it's done. It's it's interesting because like. This is a very adult. This is not the standard fare of comics because it's not it's not a porn comic, but it's not like a it's not your standard like it's, the the thing that really makes me laugh. Have you seen a movie? The movie called I think it was Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. It was like the second one of the new ones. Probably. I mean, I know I have. Yeah. So during the movie, there's a kid who's like eight years old who he's carrying around this book and he's reading it every once in a while. I was like, that's an interesting choice for them to have. Especially for an eight-year-old kid to be reading. What was he reading? Black Hole. He had oh. a copy of this book in the movie, and he's oh, like reading so it off and on. Yeah, and I was like, it, it would only it would have to take like <laughs> like a, a post-apocalyptic world where apes have slowly been taking over and humanity's dying for a kid to be like, ah, oh, this is fine. Yeah, and his parents to be like, this is okay. You know, this, that's so random. It's a comic book. It's fine. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, they picked black hole. <laughs> they picked black hole. I, I think that it. So I think weird. it makes sense. I think it's like a uh, an analogy for what's going on in the world and the in the sh- in the yeah, movie too. Yeah. So it makes sense. Yeah, because definitely this is like coming of age. He was coming, coming of, age. of age in this. Yes, apocalyptic yes. <laughs> chimpanzee world. Yes, yes, yeah. It's it's fascinating. So, what would you? If you were to, from a from a scale of one to ten uh, mutations, what would you what would you rate this? Um, the book or the book? Um, like I said, this is the first graphic novel I've ever read. Mm-hmm. I'm now reading Watchmen. Oh, nice, good choice. Um, thank you. It's very good. Um, so I don't. That's hard. That's really hard for me to judge. Just. Based off of a fictional so, fiction and just what you, I, how say, much did you like it? I liked it a lot. I'd give mm-hmm. it like an eight. That's good. 
Yeah, I would give it somewhere around eight, eight point five, maybe nine. Ooh, wow. Yeah, there's it's a it's a really good one. Um, it's really definitely good. in the yeah, I, and I love this kind of stuff because it's standalone. You can recommend it to someone, depending on the person. <laughs> you can recommend <laughs> it to someone, and there's never they're not gonna have to like collect a bunch of other volumes. It's like it's twenty bucks. You can find it for cheaper sometimes off of Amazon. And it's. It's very fat book, but there yes. are a lot of pictures, and it you a, go through it really quickly. If, if, it, you could sit down and read it in one setting if you. For if, sure, if, yeah. If you to. I think the first time I, this was the second time I read this book. Actually, the first time was like 2017, I think. Mm. Um, and the first time I read it in like two settings. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's very you really tear through it. Yeah, it's it's it's, 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 just, it's so well done. And it's it's incredibly written, and like there's no there's not really very any cheesy dialogue because there's nothing like no. this like because a lot of times when someone writes um, teenagers, they're like out of touch, and so they write them poorly. Yeah, the, one of the main themes, Keith, mm-hmm. is my favorite character, the unibrow guy one. Um, it's a lot about him feeling like he doesn't fit in. Mm-hmm. A lot about him, like, hanging out with his friends, smoking pot, and them just just playing video games and him feeling like he wants more in life. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it's about kind of about loners and yeah, rejection, and... common themes of... Well, and, and that's the thing with a lot of the characters, is these aren't the popular kids for the most part that are getting a, these diseases these are these are the outcasts already like yeah. these are the losers like le- legitimately it's it's um the only two that are popular are um the other the main Rob girl chris chris robin chris yeah and they don't end up good no <laughs> the popular yeah the popular kids uh it's all about popularity it is not everything it still was like it's funny yeah. even after they had mutations and were living out in the woods the main reason they all died is mm-hmm. because the loser kid got rejected by the popular yeah. girl. Yeah. It wasn't like, oh, we're mutated and we're sad. And, you know, it was like, no, I'm just not cool. Yeah. <laughs> Which is a really, is, is, a, is, a, is, is something that happens. Um, mm-hmm. It's kind of sad. It, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to get to a point, a few questions I like to ask at the end. Um uh, first of all, I so I'm sure, even though this was your first graphic novel, you've had exposure to comic book related things. Yes. Um, what was like your first, or the, it doesn't have to be your first, but what's like something that really stood out to you as far as the song, comic book zeitgeist as you were growing up? Like stood stood out to me. Just influential, like was it, like whether oh, it's a cartoon um, or just something that you really enjoyed when you're younger. I usually ask like the first thing that like was exposure, but a lot of people don't remember their first first exposure. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I always love superhero stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you know that show Lois and Clark. Yeah. I watched that growing up. That was a lot. <laughs> With uh, Terry Hatcher and Dean King. Yes! Yes, yes. that one. I yeah. loved that show. Um, yeah, I, I just, I watch Superman. I, oh, I love the X, I watch the X-Men cartoon every morning. Oh, yeah. I loved it so much. I love Wolverine. He's so hot. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just. 
What is your, is Wolverine your favorite superhero, or or do you have another? I don't one? know. I don't know. I'm waiting to find my perfect superhero. The perfect superhero. But Wolverine's really hot. <laughs> and you know, he's he's one of my he's one of my favorites you, you like, for you sure. Like, you like short hairy men, huh? Because that's because he's uh, he's only five foot three. No way. Yeah, Wolverine. So Hugh Jackman is not at all a great example of what Wolverine looks like. Because Wolverine in the comics, he's like five foot three, and he's like a little troll man. Yeah, and he has a just a ridiculous amount amount of body hair. <laughs> there was at one point they were talking about having Bob Hoskins play him in the nineties, <laughs> which I think is hilarious and not quite right, but. <laughs> You know, uh, I think that one of the reasons Robin Williams, Robin Williams. <laughs> you know, I would actually I would I would have liked to see that one. Robin Williams, yeah, yeah. He would have played a good Wolverine for sure. <laughs> a lot of body hair. Yeah. He's the problem is he'd probably break character a lot. You know, <laughs> like what a boys, he's like, bub. And then he's like, oh, boy. Or, you know, <laughs> how all ladies. Um, but yeah. <laughs> OK. Um, I usually ask like top fives, but. I don't know what top five I would ask for as far as comic books. Um, so I'll get to the last question, which I like to ask. Um, what what inspired you for doing comedy? Huh. Well, I think that what inspired me, I was always, like, extremely, extremely, extremely shy um, mm-hmm. in, in school. And I always, like listen to the cool funny kids and I was always like I want to be a cool funny kid <laughs> those kids are so cool they get and I would always like think of think of jokes and I was like oh if only I could say this out loud oh it just it would just kill right now <laughs> um but I never did say it out loud and then I grew up and I took started taking pills like prescription mm-hmm. and um and I got more confident, a little less socially awkward, still very socially awkward, a little less socially awkward. And I was just like, you know what? I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna be myself and, um, do what I want to do. Yeah. I'm going to try to pick, make people laugh like those kids that I wanted to be in school. Yeah. And I'm still trying. Yeah. And I, I'm having fun. You, you do have fun and you have this very, I like that that's how you describe yourself. Cause there, there, it definitely comes off a bit when you're doing your comedy cause you have this. <laughs> It's it's very silly. It's uh it's very offbeat. It's not it's not your traditional stand up comedy. No. Um. But there's that. Yeah, there's this, it has like this feel of that. And the, that's one thing I love about comedy in general is this idea of like what I should have said in that moment. You can literally just be like, I was like, and you say that, you know, because <laughs> yeah. in a way you were like it did happen. It just they didn't hear it. <laughs> It's all in my head. It's all in my head. But like that's what's great is you is is it may not be what happened in that moment, but you thought of that thing and now you can say it on stage as if it as if you said it out loud. Right. I'm making Which up for the missed years. Making up for those missed years. And it's it's interesting because it's always uh, there are I mean, there are definitely the class clowns that become comedians. I feel like they're more improv people though. <laughs> <laughs> um and there are some like, but I mean, there's. It's a lot of times you notice it's the shyer people. It's the I, people. It that is. Were... I feel like the class clowns don't have that need as much no. to be funny because they've already fulfilled, you know, it partly in life. They're exactly. there. They're out there. The class clowns, I feel like, grow up to be just very confident, funny people in everyday life. Mm-hmm. But then the ones who are like holding it in. Um, wanting it, but like too shy to express it. They're like, "Yeah, I'm gonna make something of myself. I'm gonna go out <laughs> there and I'm gonna show the world how funny I can be." 
they yeah. Need, they have that need to actually, like, express it on stage. <laughs> apparently. And apparently uh, Catherine Hepburn had that because that was a very Catherine Hepburn sounding thing <laughs> that you just did there. I'm going to be your star. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I just love – yeah, because I can remember I, – I always liked making people laugh, but I was definitely the kid – when I was younger, that would would like unintentionally do it a lot of times. <laughs> like I would, I got better at it as I as I got older. But like earlier on, it was like I would be it would be more rare. But then when it mm. happened, you get a big laugh, and I'm like, I really like this. <laughs> yeah, I get more of this. Yes, exactly. And it's it's hard to get, but yeah. that's even it's hard to get a laugh. And a lot of things you say that you'd want to be funny just aren't funny. But it makes it makes it all so much sweeter when. Yes. You actually get a laugh. When you find that the right words to say. Yes. Yeah. And it's funny because, yeah, it's the – when you bomb, it's very reminiscent of, like, when you're a kid and you're like, oh, man, I wish I would have said it this way. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, man, I said it, you know, like, oh, I just didn't come off right. Like, yeah. I remember trying – like, there's – even to this day, um, very recently my roommates, their dad was here talking about something – and like the they so one of the roommates is actually his dad owns the place that I'm renting right now, mm. uh, out from I should say. Uh, so he comes occasionally to do like repairs, and he said something. Got to get him to fix that shelf. Yeah, right. That's uh that's a problem. Um, so it's <laughs> so he came in and he was saying something. And I was trying. I mean, got a laugh from something else I said, but then mm. I was trying to say like how he would say something sarcastic. But I didn't – I accidentally didn't do a sarcastic but just a really cartoony, cheesy, almost like Pee Wee Herman-esque voice. <laughs> and I was like, this didn't work out so well. I'm like, I still have these moments. <laughs> <laughs> we always will, Gene. Yeah, we, we always, always will. will. <laughs> yeah, and that's fine. I mean it's the concept. I heard this thing about – It's um, the struggle. <laughs> I heard this thing. I think it was uh, uh, Jerry Seinfeld said his least favorite part is like the green room – and trying to like talk to people outside because when he's on stage, he can he has his jokes, he knows how to do what he does. Mm-hmm. But if he's trying to do it off stage, especially with just a normal person, he's like, I, "This is I, I, <laughs> yeah, yeah." Can. It's that's one of the thing I hate is when someone's like, "Tell me a joke, funny man." I'm like, "I don't." This, oh my this god, is not they've the right been place. doing. I let it slip at work that I do comedy, oh, and god. they're constantly tell me a joke, tell me a joke. Yeah, the worst is when they're uh, like, "Oh, but you're not you're not really being funny." And I'm like, "I don't this isn't the place. I don't want it. I mean, I might think something sorry, that's funny guys. to say. Sorry, I'm not, you know, sorry, I'm just trying to be a normal person." <laughs> um it's bad though cuz I I do. I I am very sardonic and I'm also a grumpy person, so like I I have that very I get a lot of the laughs outside of when I'm just being spiteful, <laughs> but I'm doing it in a funny way. Yes. Um, <laughs> then again, I, I do have jokes on stage about like kids dying. So well, that's what you got to do. It's that's all what the, do. the good jokes are all about making really sad, awful things in life. You got to yeah. find the humor in them. Exactly. Precisely. You have to find the humor. Yeah, and you have to force feast for, force feed it. You got to the, force everyone out because they're yeah. all depressed son of a bitches <laughs> out there too. They know it. You know, yeah, well, especially horrible. modern day. Yeah, we just life in... is rough, but you know it's also beautiful, and you gotta and the two go hand in hand. Yeah, it's it's sort of finding the light in the darkness, which right. I really like. Exactly. Yeah. Um. So let's see. Okay. Yeah, we're we're getting at a pretty good place to to end at. Um. 
towards the end, I usually like to ask, do you have anything to plug? Normally, I would say, like, if you do anything like a podcast, if you do, if you have social media, anything like that, something that's pretty consistently, no matter when someone's listening to this, they will be able to look it up. No. No? You don't have, like, a Instagram or anything like that? I don't. Oh. I'm on Facebook. You're on Facebook. Madeline Moore on <laughs> Madeline Facebook. Madeline Moore on Facebook. You're you going to follow. I, some... po- I post, like, I have a cat and I have a little pet bird I take pictures of. <laughs> and also, if I'm on a show, you can find me on Facebook and I will definitely be posting shows that I have coming up. There you go. Mm-hmm. Um, preferably follow her because I'm sure she doesn't want a ton of people like adding her and then commenting really rude things. Uh, maybe. I don't know. It's up to you. Yeah, if you're gonna, if you're gonna, don't follow me, or but just don't be, don't be rude if you're gonna be my friend. Don't be Rick the Dick. Don't be Rick the Dick. <laughs> Big Dick for a head. Big, <laughs> Big Dickhead Rick. Dickhead um, Rick. Dickhead Rick. <laughs> He's really popular with the ladies. <laughs> um. <laughs> ow ow. Oh, <laughs> uh, this is fun. Um. You can follow this podcast on Instagram under Obsessive Comic Disorder. You can also follow me on my personal comedy page, which you can find me posting funny pictures. I'll do stories that are silly stuff that I think are funny. Um, Please laugh at me (laughs) or with me. (laughs) Either way, it's fine. As long as you're laughing, that's all I care about. Um, And that's uh, at nearly functional or nearly functional comedy. And then I have a comic strip that I do way too infrequently, but uh, it's called uh, Nearly Functional. You can find that at Nearly Functional Comics. And, uh, you know, if you're ever around the uh, Portland metro area, um, you probably will never find me because I am a bald white dude and there are a lot of us out there. But just, you know, you just go up and be like, hey, are you Gene DeWeber? And... Uh, and then if they're not, just scream in the, it's like yell out and yell out the words black hole and then run away. Um, I just want to start a movement with this. Black hole. Well, thanks for having me, Gene. Yeah, absolutely. It's been really fun. It's been a good time. So once again, my name is Gene DeWeber. As always, your host. Thank you for listening. My guest today was Madeline Moore. Thanks for coming on. Anytime. Absolutely. Um, Enjoy your... I have no great way to end this. (laughs) (laughs) Goodbye. Bye. Obsessive